Live from Joe's Inn Bonaire, 2616 Buford Road in the Buford Road Shopping Center. This is the Spider Sports Line with head basketball coach Chris Mooney. Tonight's show is brought to you by People's Golf Carts, Virginia Birth Father Registry, CarMax, Cap Center, Lux Chevrolet, and Joe's Inn Bonaire. Be a part of the show. Call us at 521-8501. Send your tweet to at Spider Voice. Text us, 804-638-9508. Or send an email to spidersportsline at richmond.edu. Golden in the high post. Picks up his dribble, hands it off to Gilliard to the baseline. Fakes coming out, goes underneath the Stansbury for a layup from Gilliard. That's a nice hesitation play by Gilliard. A little... Nice little hesitation on the baseline and nice cut by Sully. Good plays at both ends by Sully Stansbury. The defense, the rebound, and then the bucket at the other end. Jane Hines-Clark with 17, a steal by the Spiders. Murphy's got it. Two-point game for Wink. Parson drives on Conte, right-hand layup, left side, good tie game. Timeout taken. Now live, here's the voice of the Spiders, Bob Black, and head coach, Chris Mooney. This is the Spider Sports Line on ESPN 950, 102.7 FM, and the Spider IMG Sports Network. Hello there and welcome inside Joe's in Bonaire for our holiday edition of the Spider Sports Line. We welcome you. We wish you a very happy holiday season, and we're glad you're with us as we get back to the college basketball season this week. Another great crowd in the house here at Joe's Inn Bonaire. There's still time and room for you to be a part of what has become a very special and traditional show for us this time of year. As we mentioned last week, no games for the Spiders. Back in action tomorrow night for the men against Bucknell. Last week, exam week, not only at the University of Richmond, but at most campuses across the country. So a very light week of college basketball, and it gives us an opportunity to kind of split the show tonight and give you the headlines of not only our men's basketball program, which we'll do in the second half hour, but the women's basketball program as well. And we'd love to have women's basketball coach Michael Schaefer with us, uh, if not once, maybe more than once during the course of the basketball season. But this was a perfect opportunity tonight to get both of our head coaches here, both of them on exam break last week, both of them get back to action this week. So we'll be able to review the seasons to this point and then preview what little is left in the non-conference schedule and start to preview Atlantic 10 play as well. So the first half hour tonight of our Spider Sports Line here at Joe's in Bonaire, we'll talk women's basketball. Robert Fish, who is our voice of women's basketball on Spider TV and RichmondSpiders.com is here to talk with Spider women's basketball coach Michael Schaefer. The men are actually just finishing up practice. They had a late practice this afternoon. So Coach Mooney is on his way, and it worked out great. He'll be here for the second half hour of the show from 6 until 6.30, and we'll talk men's basketball as well. Phone numbers you heard a moment ago, they're the same email. Twitter, all of that. If you've got questions for either Coach Schaefer, I know we've got at least a, a couple of email questions for him, and likewise for Coach Mooney as well. So that took me about three minutes, Robert. The rest of the half hour is all yours. I will turn it over to Robert Fish, our voice of women's basketball, and uh, head coach Michael Schaefer will talk some women's hoops here in the first half hour. Robert? All right, thanks, Bob. Appreciate it. Good to have uh, everybody in the house tonight, including. Uh, Coach Schaefer here. Michael, welcome. Great to have you. Good to see you as always. Hope things have been going well for yeah, you Yeah, glad to be here. So glad let's talk here. a little bit about uh, where you are right now as you come into uh, this particular week. You've got your tournament going on at Stetson to start with. We'll get to that in a little bit. Five and six entering uh, this week coming up, and you've been preparing, of course, uh, dealing with exams and, and going through that. So how's that process been for the team and, and everybody else involved? You know, I think anytime you're you're going through exams, you got to understand that their focus is also – you know, on the academic side of it. So you, you kind of tread lightly there. But with our basketball team, uh, you know, playing, having already played 11 games, uh, and I said this after our Navy game, we desperately need to practice. We had played so many games, you know, game. We had a day off, then we practiced, then we had a game. We were only getting one day. In fact, we had not played, we had not practiced twice in a row since the season started. Uh, so we desperately needed this time to, to kind of shore up some of the things that we were seeing. Uh, we were trying to do that through, you know, games and the one practice. And, and um, so we took this opportunity to kind of start over, not really start over, but kind of go back to some of the basics that we had been getting 
and, and that we were kind of maybe slipping on as we were playing games. And, and you had mentioned that we had talked about that during the, the home run of uh, William Mary and Quinnipiac and Navy that you had mentioned getting on the floor and being able to practice was going to be key for your squad. Now, you had kind of changed the approach, changed the style a little bit coming into this season. We've got a question about that that we'll get to in a minute. Sure. But with that in mind, how much does it help with that practice time, getting used to that new style, kind of changing the way you want to do things and having that time on the floor that you weren't getting with the way things were running game You know, I, I, the, the, the trying to play more up-tempo and trying to go faster was something that we desperately wanted to do, and I think we would kind of addressed that. The issue is, is when you're doing that, uh, you're not quite sure how people are going to defend you and, and how people are going to try to stop you. And, and being ready for those adjustments, we, we were trying to make them in games or kind of looking ahead going, all right, well, this is what people are starting to do. we got to – we got to rep this this situation out, and we just didn't have the opportunities to kind of rep those situations out, and and it kind of it hurt us in terms of trying to score the basketball, and so our shooting percentage really went down mm-hmm. again, and that that probably affected you know some of the point totals. Uh, we also need to defend a little bit better, and that is something that we've been really good at over in the, in the past few years, and we're, we we were able to get back to kind of the basics of, of defense as well. So we look at that, and you went into the Old Dominion game, and that ended up being a 54-45 game, which was really defensive-oriented. Is yeah. that when you started to see? Because some of those earlier games, you yeah. were in the 80s and, and pushing 90 and, and even more than that at times. Yeah, and I, I think Old Dominion did a really good job defensively. I, I think based on their personnel, they had to because I don't know that they could score a lot of points. They they really made us guard for 30 seconds of possession um, and then and then guarded us really, really well. And then as we got into the home stretch, again, you know, I, I think our legs were kind of, again, we've been playing and playing and playing. We hadn't had time to practice, get into a home stretch, and quite honestly, we played the three toughest teams we've played all year yeah. in, in terms of their record and their RPI. And uh, they're really good defensively, and it, it took its toll on us. Um, and now we've had a chance to kind of get back to, okay, here's what's happening, here's what we're seeing, here's the film, watch it, and, and then kind of get back to that around exams. And that's difficult, of course, getting through that process. <laughs> They've got those other things to take care of in school pesky, and schedule. Pesky exams. <laughs> well, that'll, let's get to our question that we got sure. in from uh, a gentleman down in North Carolina. It goes by the name of uh, Carolina Spider. And it deals with embracing the pace, which was the slogan for your offense this sure. year and for, your, for the team. So he wants to know how you'd rate the team's ability to follow this theme is the first part of the question so far from what you've seen. You know, I'd, I'd probably give us a, a, a B – in, in terms of overall, I, is the way we started, I'd have given us an A-plus. I thought we were really locked into doing it. Uh, we, were re- we were really pushing the tempo, trying to score quickly, uh, and, and it, was, it was fun. I think they really enjoyed it. We enjoyed it. Um, I think as we've gotten into, again, this kind of – it's not a rut. It's, it's more about adjustments to how people are guarding us and how people are trying to stop it. You know, I think it, it, we've kind of fallen backwards a little bit. Where I'm hoping now is is that we've been able to take some time. That B starts to move back towards that A range, and, and I'm putting it in in those exam grades. The exam you know, grades. Yeah. All the all our players want A's, so that's that's where we're headed. And the other part of that question, you kind of answered somewhat of uh, what would you like to see your team improve on at this stage? I guess being more specific with that. Yeah, you know, I, I think the biggest thing we're looking for is we were getting caught on the right hand side of the floor a lot, and and when that ball got on the right hand side. It got stuck there. People started what I call cutting. They kept it on the same side of the floor. We did, we've, we've really worked on changing as we cross half court, changing the side of the floor, getting into the middle and playing both sides and those options that come with if I go to my left, if I go to my right, and what those options are. We'd like to see that improvement carry over as we start to play naturally. Um, you know, we can certainly call it or we can certainly tell the players to do it, but we'd like to see them kind of mix it up as we're playing. Was this a, a style, I guess, that came about with you uh, last year, difficulty scoring at times, yeah. the personnel you have uh, with some very fast guards you like to run, speaking to Mikhail and a few others, did this develop out of that a little bit as you came into this season? Yeah, it developed out of a little bit of that. It developed, you know, I, I, for, it's not fun to, to score 45 points, you know, and, and, and be in the game like that. And quite honestly, your margin for error is so small. You know, if you're not perfect, you, you, you can lose 47-45, and, and that doesn't feel good. I think giving our players a, 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 a kind of a shot in the arm in terms of, like, we want to play fast. We want you to enjoy this. Let's go out there and play. I think that was a big part of it. The other part of it was 
we have really, really cerebral kids. Like they're they're really intelligent. They're also really hard on themselves. And when they get into a, a you know slow down type game, and they miss a shot, they it kind of weighs on them. So telling or asking them to embrace the idea, not just the pace part, but to just you know embrace the idea that shoot it, miss it, shoot it again, make it, shoot it again, miss it, shoot it again, like just kind of letting it get out of their minds so they weren't so hard on themselves. That was part of the embracing piece of it as well. We're talking to Michael Schaefer, women's basketball coach here in the first part of the Spider Sports Line. Bob and Chris will be up uh, in a little bit, so we uh, invite you to, to stay tuned here and stay along with us, and we have a great crowd here at Joe's Inn tonight. And, you know, Michael, I think you had also mentioned to me at one point uh, when we talked after some of these games that you wanted, you didn't want them to pass up a shot. You talked about shoot it, miss it, shoot it again, but you felt like maybe at times there were instances on the floor that there were a couple games where uh, Alex Parson and Mikhail Parson taking half the shots, which you're okay with, but it was the other ones who were passing up shots. You needed to see them maybe do a little bit differently offensively. Yeah, I felt like that we started to, you know, kind of go back to revert back to last year, and that's why I'd say it's a B. Uh, I felt like that we started to look for Alex or look for Michaela to get those shots, and I'm okay with them shooting the ball. I, I don't want there to be any question. I'm okay with them shooting the ball, but I also feel like that, you know, D can take 10, 11 shots in course of a game. You know, Jade can take more shots. Carly can take more shots. Those players, you know, in their spots, in doing their job, can make the shots that, they, that they're going to take, and they need to take them. They need to not pass them up so that we get more balance, so people have a harder time guarding us. Uh, and so it flows because I think what happens is if I don't shoot the shot that I, you expect me to shoot and then I pass it, now everybody's kind of caught off guard and the ball stops it's easy to defend, and then we end up taking a bad shot. Shooting percentages go down, and that's what I think you saw happen in the last three games. And you're talking about that offensively from a teammate standpoint, not a defensive standpoint, but yeah. if, if if your teammates know that you shoot that ball from the elbow of the 15-foot spot, then right. that's your shot, and you get possession there and you're open, but you don't take it, then that's when things go Well, down. then people are expecting you to shoot it, and then it comes to you and you're not ready to shoot, and it, and it just kind of stalls everything. And getting them back to the idea of, hey, that's your shot. Like, and, and what we're asking them to do is do your job. You know, that's your job. Shoot your shot. And we want you to do that. Um, make or miss. It's irrelevant. I mean, it is relevant. Don't misunderstand me. But, <laughs> but like, if, if our players are shooting the shots that they're practicing in practice, in, in the long run, it's going to work out fine because they're going to shoot the percentage that they're supposed to shoot, which is, which is good enough to, to win basketball games. If they're passing those up, then we end up taking shots that we're not practicing and we're not going to make as many of those. All right, we're out here at uh, Joe's in Bonaire here in the, the uh, Bonaire section for the Spider Sports Line tonight. We're glad you've joined us, whether you're on the radio or, of course, here in person where a big group is standing by. Coach Michael Schaefer is uh, here with us tonight for the first part of the show, and then Bob and Chris will be along with some Spider men's basketball in just a little bit. And we'll take a quick time out here and get back to you with more in just a moment from Joe's in here on the Spider Sports Line on ESPN 950, 102.7 FM. And the Spider IMG Sports Network, powered by Ace Electric. You've heard that Lux Chevrolet is more than 100 years old. Now help Lux celebrate 100 years of Chevy trucks. From the midsize Colorado with a new diesel engine to the Silverado HD, Luck has a truck for your lifestyle. Luck also has an experienced sales staff to help your company with commercial truck needs, including service bodies, KUV vans, and other body applications. Call 804-798-9261 or online at LuckChevrolet.com and buy your next truck from Luck. Luck Chevrolet in Ashland. Winter weather is on its way, and your vehicle needs to be prepared for unpredictable road conditions. Dyke Tire Tire Pros can get you winter weather prepped with great tire brands like Michelin and BF Goodrich. Michelin offers safe, fuel-efficient, long-lasting tires that'll keep you going for miles to come. For friendly customer service and high-quality work backed by the industry's strongest warranty package, visit Dyke Tire Tire Pros in Richmond today online at DykeTire.com. Proud supporter of the Richmond Spider Broadcast on ESPN 950. Joe's in Bonaire is proud to support University of Richmond basketball. Join us every Monday evening at 5.30 for the live broadcast of the Spider Sports Line, the Richmond men's basketball radio show featuring head coach Chris Mooney and player guests. Come early and visit Bonaire Provisions, supplying meat, seafood, game, growlers, and wine. Joe's in Bonaire and Bonaire Provisions are both located in the Bonaire Shopping Center at the corner of Buford Road and Forest Hill Avenue. Visit us on the web at joesinbonaire.com or bonaireprovisions.com. Computer, execute 12.4p operation. Optimize 
compromising algorithm. Running encryption packet alpha night night. Oh, I don't feel so good. What? What is it, computer? Is it hot in here? It feels hot in here. I feel a little clammy. I should lie down or something. A computer with a virus? Surprising. What's not surprising? How much you could save by switching to Geico. Those oysters Rockefeller were a mistake. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Wing Zone presents Border to Border with Matt Josephs. Every Saturday morning starting at 11 on ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. Welcome back to the Spider Sports Line with Richmond basketball coach Chris Mooney. We're live at Joe's Inn Bonaire, 2616 Buford Road in the Buford Road Shopping Center and broadcasting live on ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. Baseline, Michaela Parson, the steal. Court, Alex gives to Clark down the lane. Little crossover step, banks it off the right side for two. And that brings us back to Joe Zinn Bonaire with the Spider Sports Line tonight. Robert Fish in with uh, Spiders women's basketball coach Michael Schaefer for the first half hour today. Bob Black and Chris Mooney coming along with our second half hour in just a little bit to talk men's basketball. So, all right, Michael, we've kind of laid out how things have gone so far. As we talk about exams, I think it would be a good time for us to mention, too, that uh, your program's in the one of the nation's elite areas there with the uh, grad success rate 100 percent it's only four a10 schools on the men and the women that have been can't able really to do that, get any so. better than that <laughs> it's kind of hard to improve on that that puts a lot of pressure on you if you have to improve i'm not i went to women mary so uh, I mean, don't judge me but i'm pretty sure you can't get better than 100 percent. that's pretty good that's uh, but that's an, and that's the first time since i think it's uh, 07 08 that that's been an accomplishment for the women's program so you know i think uh, you know there's a lot that goes into that there's a lot that goes into that but i you know i, I think the one thing that i can stress is that you know our, I'm really proud of our players for that, and obviously they do the work um, and they put in that time. But I think the most important aspect of that is, I mean, we've got six kids in the pre-health program. You know, it's not like they're taking – and there aren't easy classes at Richmond. I mean, I, I get that. But pre-health, I mean, when they start talking about taking organic chemistry and, and those type things, um, that's, that's pretty challenging. And for them to be able to have success throughout this is, um, is, is a tribute to, to their academic uh, rig- – I mean, they just – they're really, really gutsy when it comes to the academic side of it. Well, and, I, and a lot of people don't get a chance to, to kind of peek behind the curtain a little bit, if you will. I've had the opportunity to do that, to be on a, a few trips with you guys. And I've seen instances where after games you're sitting in the airport, you're waiting for the charter or whatever, <laughs> and there's – the ladies are sitting at a table like this with their computers propped up, working on a project that may be due. Oh. And this is like this can be ten thirty at night. It's unbelievable. So the timing and the amount of discipline it takes to get into that—it's unbelievable. Uh, what goes on in addition I, to just I, going to class? When I first got here, I, I, I we had study hall on the road, like we had scheduled mandatory study halls. They all had to go, and then I realized that was a terrible idea. Because they were all studying anyway, and me putting them in a room together just made them talk. So that next thing I know, I was like, you know what, just just do it on your own. And, and they they've done a great job. So that accomplishment's taking place, and we are glad to have notoriety for that. Uh, as we dive into this a little bit now, uh, let's talk individuals. And of course, sure. during the highlights, we've heard a little bit about Michaela, yep. Alex Parson, uh, the two sisters now playing together. Uh, great for them to be able to do that in college, but with both of them on the floor. Uh, you see a lot of the, there's a lot of similarities in their game, but there also are some distinct differences between the two as to how they play. Although you know, again, there's a lot of similarity there. It looks like there really are, and and uh, you know, right now I'd say Alex is is very similar to Michaela as a freshman when Michaela was a freshman. I and mean, we, you know, they're both very headstrong. Um, you know, they want to do it their way uh, at times, and and sometimes as a freshman there may be a better way. Um, and Michaela, I think. Alex is still fighting that a little bit uh, and had some success, you know, where she scores 27 in the game as a freshman, which is impressive. And then she, you know, she takes four shots against William Mary and we needed her to do a little bit more. Um, but I think, as you can see, the progression, and in, in, I know they're sisters, so they're not the same, but I think you can see Michaela's pr- progression from her freshman year. You can kind of see where Alex is heading. And, you know, Michaela went over 1,000 points this year, which is, is phenomenal. But her shooting percentage is, is way up at, at like 49% and uh, 50% from three. She's taking the threes that are open. She's not forcing herself as much anymore. And I, I really think that you're going to see 
you know, Alex have the same line of progression as she goes through her career. And I do think they're similar. I do think Alex is probably a better three-point shooter, particularly now, than Michaela was. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think Michaela was a, probably a little bit better finisher around the rim than Alex is now. Yeah, that, that would be she puts the ball on the floor and goes to the basket in a hurry. So in some ways, I guess the, the uh, th- this kind of style of play can, can really help her a lot. She doesn't have an issue with that, certainly. No, and I think, getting, I, you know, part of it was we were also able to get her off the point, move her to the wing a little bit more, and so we were able to get her out in the open court where getting her to go downhill was, was probably in, in her best interest. At one point last week, she was leading the A-10 in scoring. Is she still in that top spot at 18? I don't know if she's still there, but she's she's certainly close. So, you know, the one thing that that I think, um, you know, I, don't, I think Michaela wants to win. I don't think she's overly concerned with points other than we need points to win games. Um, but I do think that I know when Michaela, in the back of her mind, you know, two years ago, her sophomore year, she improved her scoring 10 points a, a game from her freshman year. To me, that's an incredible improvement. She wasn't named the most improved player. Um, she was nev- never been named all-conference in any way, shape, or form. Um, you know, th- she's a kid that, that kind of has a chip on her shoulder because I feel like she, uh, I believe, that she deserves some of those accolades. And as I've shared with her, you know, I think winning cures a lot of that because I think she's a good enough player. Right now, I think her stats, I mean, she's leading us in rebounding. You know, I think her stats are, are certainly leading her uh, to, to some level of all-conference play, and I would love nothing more than for her to go out uh, with, with an all-conference accolade. Yeah, we've talked about that. It was a little uh, – the ATM Media Day was a little uh, flat, uh, kind of staggering to look and see that she was not on any one of the, the teams, so yeah. hopefully she'll earn that honor. But. Yeah, and I, I, mean, I think she's a, a good enough basketball player to, to at least receive some recognition. Right now, 18.3 points a game and, and 6.1 rebounds a game, as you mentioned. And earlier, of course, uh, went over 1,000 points. So the Parsons sisters are the – Top two attention getters, but you've got some players who are back from last year. Yep. Uh, let's start with uh, Jade Hines-Clark, who had a great freshman season yep. and is, is getting back into the swing of things here as, we, as she moves into the sophomore year. Now. Yeah, and I, I think she's, she's starting to get a little bit better um, in scoring the basketball and, and, and rebound. we need her to rebound the ball a little bit more. Um, and, and quite honestly, she needs to defend a little bit better. She's letting the kid catch the basketball too low, and, and she's just kind of letting it in there. Um, her shooting percentage is not as high as we'd like it to be. Uh, we're trying to get – and basically what we're trying to do is get her to take the shots she practices, and when we get in game, she kind of veers away from that. Right. If she takes those shots, she, she scores pretty easily. Um, and we're, we're, we've worked with that here the last, you know, 10 days. And we've seen – honestly, we've seen really good improvement because we've been able to kind of share with her, look, this is how people are guarding you now. You know, when you were a freshman, they really didn't know. Here they now they know they've got a lot of film on you, and this is what's going to help you be successful. And I think she's kind of bought into that a little bit more uh, here in the last ten days. So hopefully that kind of carries over, particularly as we head into eight ten play. And you talked about her finishing. I mean, watching her play, she she has the moves, the drop step in the post. Yeah. But just being able to finish that, what does it take to be able to get to that point where she can finish and just shoot a little bit better? Because it appears that she has the technique and the tools that sure. she needs to be a post just player. just slow down. You know, she catches the basketball, and I, she truly has embraced the pace. You know, she's shooting it really fast. Uh, and she's the one kid that needs to, like, no. You need to, when you catch it on the block, just calm, just calm. Now make your move. Uh, because she's got time. You know, maybe a kid closing out to a three. She's got a, her players on her back. She's got time to, to kind of breathe for a second, turn, and shoot the basketball because the kid's not going to come around in front of her. You know, so um, I think she's starting to, to understand that. And she truly did embrace the pace. We'd like her to, to, her to slow it down a little bit. Yeah, she took the shooting faster and quicker at <laughs> yeah, a, a different meaning. I mean, she's shooting some shots. I mean, when you watch it on tape, some of the shots are literally leaving her hand before her eyes go to the rim. Uh, Kylie Murphy's been out a game or two with yeah. a, a little issue. Is, is she to get a status report on her? I really don't anticipate her being back um, anytime soon, uh, which is, is hurtful. Um, she's, she's been kind of our glue and, you know, having, not having her in the Navy game, we did not know that going into the game. We found out right as, as a game time, uh, you know, decision, yeah. uh, and that, that hurt us. Um, I don't think it's, I don't think it's seizing in ending injury. Uh, but I, I do know that it, it's going to take a little bit more time than, uh, we would all like. 
And but it's in, it's in the best interest of Kylie to do what's best for her, and we need to get, we need to get her healthy, or else it's not worth it anyway. So she she needs to to get some rest, and that's what we're trying to do. And what she brings to the floor when she's there is a kind of a. I guess a calming influence a little bit in running the offense, and then also defensively, she's one of your stronger defenders. She she is our best defender. We put her on the best player. We've done that for literally four years. Um, but you know, and I'm sure you know if you, Chris losing Quan, same type thing. You know, when when the men lost Quan, that's a kid that's played a lot of minutes, understands the offense, knows who needs the ball, knows when they need it. Kylie's that kid. I mean, she knows how to get people open. She understands where the ball needs to go, and she understands our offense and. Um, that's another piece of Alex's maturity is getting her to, you know, come along quickly because she is just a freshman. We got a couple other players we closed in on here. Uh, of course, uh, Kaylin Fee has been playing a lot of minutes for you. Yeah. Good three-point shooter, but she may be out for a little bit as well. She so. she may be out for a little bit. Uh, again, not season ending, uh, but could be back uh, hopefully early in the A-10 season. I'm going to know more here this evening. Uh, but that that's a she's a great shooter. Like you, you and I have talked before, she tends to shoot. You know, sometimes she shoots she gets off the bus, right? She, yeah, yeah, she she's ready to shoot the basketball. Um, but it's easier to get somebody to come down from that than it is to get them to shoot the basketball. So we'll we'll live with some of those early on. And Amy Duggan's another one who's been uh, giving you a lot of minutes last year and this year. She's yeah. been a, a really good rebounder for you. She is really good athlete, long, active, uh, playing the four force. Really kind of uh, developed into a better three point shooter. Only a sophomore and really. Coming into her own, I'm, I'm pleased with her development, and I think you're going to see her get better as this year goes on. Certainly some others that will watch, and uh, some of your freshmen, too, have gotten a couple minutes. So a lot of folks are con- contributing, and I guess your minutes are, without some of these injuries, have spread those minutes out pretty well. Yeah, and I think that's been you know a positive is that a lot of kids know they're going to play, and they're going to play you know two or three minutes at a time, come out, and they, there's no question about it. So play as hard as you can go for those times. You know, Now, these injuries could, could have changed that. We're going to move Reagan. Uh, Wiseman to the three. She's, she's been injured, injury, yeah. uh, but she's back now. Uh, she's had some time to kind of go through some practice, and, and that's been helpful for us. And then uh, D. Hatcher is a kid that's a sophomore that's going to get a little bit more time uh, simply because, uh, I mean, she's a good player, deserves it, but her minutes are going to increase because of, of necessity. So December 20th, you're at the tournament in Stetson. You'll play Stetson and Bethune-Cookman, and then uh, – that tournament certainly will be a, a good trip for you, hopefully, coming up very quickly. So I imagine you'll be leaving here pretty We're soon. We're leaving tomorrow at 2. Uh, Going to play Stetson, who we got to see down in Savannah because they were playing in the same tournament we were. Um, they played Florida right after we did. Florida lost their starting point guard, and Stetson was able to capitalize and beat them. So they're a really good basketball team. And honestly, I, I haven't seen Bethune-Cookman, but right. I do know they won their league last year. So uh, I'm certain they're they're used to winning. So that's, that's a good thing. And then to wrap things up for our segment here uh, – a-10, Rhode Island, December 31st, not the earliest the A-10 season has opened, but it's still a, an early time to get things started there. It really is. I mean, we're gonna, I guess we're going to celebrate the new year, hopefully with a win at Rhode Island. You know, I, But um, it is early. They talked about doing it December 3rd and 4th, uh, which all the coaches felt like that was a bad idea to start and then go back into non-conference. So uh, this was the compromise. We're going to start it in December, and this we're going to get ready to roll. Michael, thanks. Stay with us here for a couple minutes. Uh, Bob's going to jump in here with Chris, and uh, and uh, we appreciate you stopping by, though, tonight and enjoy chatting with you. I appreciate it. Thank you. Hey, while I've got all of us at the table, a lot of our Spider fans have asked about this uh, in the last 24 hours, unfortunately. I think most of you uh, know or have seen Mike O'Toole in the Robin Center. He's our glue guy with our facilities and, and our events, and uh, unfortunately and tragically and very unexpectedly, Mike's wife passed away yesterday from a complication from a blood clot in her lung that happened on Saturday morning, and she passed away yesterday. So, obviously, Mike will not be at the game tomorrow night, and it just won't be the same without him in the Robbins Center tomorrow. And uh, Chris and Michael particularly, but even Robert and I, who go back even further with Mike than before you guys uh, got here, I I know what an impact he has on all of our programs and all of our people, and I know we all send our thoughts and condolences to him. Chris? Uh, yeah, I, I would say, um, you know, Mike is, is uh, I'd say Rich McDonald and Mike O'Toole are the two guys that I really genuinely admire at at, uh, at Richmond, and Mike has been, has had the <laughs> the most significant impact in, uh, in Richmond athletics uh, of anyone that I can remember, and uh, he is, as you called him, a glue guy and um, just a tremendous family, and, and our thoughts and condolences are, are with him and his boys uh, tonight. 
And, Mike, I, I know you and I were talking about him yeah. today just before you started practice and just kind of shaking our heads and, and kind of asking why. Yeah, I mean, I don't, you know, uh, it's hard to even, you don't want to ask why. You know, right. you don't, it's it's hard to even get there. And, you know, our, our thoughts and, and prayers are, are going out to the entire O'Toole family. I know his son, Joey, who works for Mike McGuire, who is a former assistant for us over at Radford. I know they're feeling that. Um, you know, it's just a uh, – it's unfortunate because you're never prepared for anything like this. And we've, you know, we've been here before and, and knowing Mike and knowing their family and, and, and the type of people they are, I've never met anybody better. I mean, he is absolutely the epitome of what Richmond athletics should be. In fact, he gave the, um, the when John Miller, my, my assistant came in, uh, Mike gave the um, pep talk in the, the halftime house for the athletic department and john said if that's our ad i'm i'm, I'm all in for working for that guy um, i mean he's just an unbelievable person and their family is is going to be okay it just it's just um they're going to need all the love and the, and the prayers and the support they can get during this tough time and robert as i said you and i both go back with with mike and with jane uh, to baseball days, whether it was Richmond Braves or Tuckahoe Little League or Mike's involvement, uh, which was very strong in high school football in the Richmond community. Yeah, and, and Mike, uh, of course, uh, umpired a lot out there. You could uh, hear his uh, hear his call out there when he's doing umpiring games. And you know, my wife had the, the pleasure to, to teach at the, the school where a lot of the, the kids and the neighbors went and uh, knew Jane quite a bit from that uh, acquaintance through the school system and, and knowing all the kids and how involved she was, and I don't think it. a lot of people realize uh, as involved as Mike is, uh, Jane was the same way. She had a huge impact on uh, that community, and it's a, it's a big loss for all of us. It sure is, and as folks were saying, she was the rock of that family, yeah. so they yeah. will need our support. Again, our, our condolences, our thoughts, our prayers to Mike O'Toole and, and his sons, Joey, Matthew, and James, uh, on the loss of their, their mom and Mike's wife, uh, Jane, who passed away yesterday, and uh, I'm sure all of us in the Spider family will pass those thoughts on to him when he gets back with us uh, after this very difficult time. Let's take a time out. We'll come back with the second half hour of the Spider Sports Line after these messages on ESPN 950-1027 FM. Cap Center presents Teamwork Tips with Spiders men's basketball coach Chris Mooney. You can't play the same way against every team. You need to adapt to your opponent's style. Do they play zone, full court press, or just shoot threes? A customized game plan gives your team a better chance at victory when the final buzzer sounds. At Cap Center, teamwork is everything. We work with you to develop a customized game plan for buying, selling, or refinancing your home. Learn about our zero closing cost options at capcenter.com slash spiders. Prepaids and escrows not covered. NMLS ID 67717. NMLSconsumeraccess.org. Equal housing lender. At the University of Richmond, you get a leading liberal arts university in a dynamic capital city where you can be an accountant and an artist, research alongside faculty, and have an internship in your field. Be part of Division I athletics and highly ranked academics. The University of Richmond. We are, you are. For the are. first time anywhere in Virginia, Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue invites you to go hog wild with a traditional down-home all-you-can-eat country pig-picking feast. The last Monday of each month from 6 to 8 p.m., Buzz will be slow cooking up a whole pig, seasoning only fresh hickory-cut logs, served with plenty of side dishes and fresh brewed iced tea for just $16.95. It's a pork lover's paradise. First come, first served while it lasts. So make sure to arrive early. Details available at buzzandneds.com. You've heard that Lux Chevrolet is more than 100 years old. Now help Lux celebrate 100 years of Chevy trucks. From the midsize Colorado with a new diesel engine to the Silverado HD, Lux has a truck for your lifestyle. Lux also has an experienced sales staff to help your company with commercial truck needs, including service bodies, KUV vans, and other body applications. Call 804-798-9261 or online at LuxChevrolet.com and buy your next truck from Lux. Lux Chevrolet in Ashland. ESPN 950 is your courtside seat for Richmond Spiders basketball. And lays it in. 
Brought to you in part by GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. It's Spider Basketball and dinner at Joe's in Bonaire. 2616 Buford Road in the Buford Road Shopping Center. You're listening to the Spider Sports Line with head basketball coach Chris Mooney on ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. Gerard high post, fade pass to Buck. Inside the arc and back out to Stansbury drives. Kicks it out right side to Gilliard, who rattles home a three for his first points, Jacob Gilliard. Nice play by Stansberry that time. Dribble drive penetration spot up by Gilliard on the right wing to hit the three. Spider men's team is back in action tomorrow night at the Robin Center, 7 o'clock against the Bucknell Bison. So it's time to talk some Spider men's basketball on the Spider Sports Line. Welcome back. To our second half hour, Bob Black now joined by Spider head coach Chris Mooney. And we've also welcomed Spider director of basketball operations, Steve Thomas, with us to the head table today. And again, we appreciate the great crowd in here at Joe's Inn, Bonaire. We have packed all the tables once again today. And Steve had to kind of squeeze his way through the maze in there to get up to the front table. So we, we appreciate that. Uh, Chris, guys chomping at the bit to get back at it. How did the exam break go? Kind of walk us through what the last uh, nine days have been like since the, the win over JMU. Well, mostly very excited to be done with finals, <laughs> I believe. Uh, they, um, this, this, it took, a, it took a toll on our guys. And, uh, but so I'm, I think they're really happy to be done. We tried to get them in for quick little spurts where they could sweat and refocus and take a study break. But, they were uh, they were definitely scrambled around a little bit around finals and uh, we've had the last couple of days to start to get ready and we, we feel I definitely feel like the guys want to get out there and play and this is an unusually long break I would say usually we've played the Saturday of finals in a home game and we weren't able to find one this year um, but we're uh, you know uh, we're we're ready to go and and anxious to play is the final break an even harder challenge with this group because of so many younger guys as opposed to an older group that would be more experienced with how to handle it. And also, I don't know, I probably shouldn't even say this, that they may not have the same amount or maybe not quite as hard exams when they're smart enough to know what to take juniors and seniors. Well said, Bob. Well said. I I think so. (laughs) I think, uh, you know, you you just have uh, so many guys who it's their first time and, you know, um, no matter how prepared you are in high school academically, you know, when you come to the University of Richmond, it, it's just much more challenging. You know, the amount of independent work and uh, paper writing and the amount of uh, information that's asked for and uh, is, is difficult. The amount of essay questions, all, all those things are a little bit overwhelming. So, yes, I think really hard because guys are going through it for the first time. Uh, so many guys are going through it for the first time and um, just, you know, really probably trying to keep their head above water. Steve, uh, how involved are you in that process with figuring out exam schedules, when they can practice, when they can get into the weight room, all that kind of stuff? Well, we have a pretty good laid out plan with the guys. Um, our academic support with, with Courtney Hughes and Mike Dollum, uh, they, they help us in, with, with the final schedules and, and everything like that. The good thing about our guys with the gaps in between practice days and finals is a lot of them want to get in the gym on their own, so it, it helps out. All right, let's talk a little bit about what you were able to accomplish in the gym and where you are in the prep now for uh, really an interesting opponent. Uh, As you said, long break, but also interesting who you're going to play, not only because of how good they are, but the fact they've been here now for four or five days, I think, since they played VCU on on Saturday. What has, as you've gotten closer to tomorrow night, what's the the prep kind of been like? Well, we, we, our guys were basically uh, very close to being finished on Friday evening. So they had a, an extremely busy Friday, and then um, and then there are only a few guys have to turn in a few things tomorrow. So for the most part, the the the, um, the really busy time was was you know Monday through Friday. So we started to just a little bit started to work on Saturday on Bucknell, a very good team with um, you know a, a one player who's playing in an All-American fashion, averaging 22 points and about 10 rebounds. Uh, and three senior starters who are really, really good players. They've played a tremendously challenging schedule and uh, just played at VCU the other night. So, uh, as you said, they, they stayed down here from, from their game on Saturday and have been practicing in the Robin Center on, uh, on Sunday and Monday. So 
Uh, it's a really, really good team. We feel like that uh, we, we've, we've prepped well and, and have tried to utilize the time that we've had. Uh, but it's a team that can score points fairly easily, and, and uh, they've, they've demonstrated that even though they've played this great schedule. Steve, is that part of your deal, too, to make sure the opponent got some time in the, yeah, the Robins? I mean, I know that would be reciprocal, obviously. Yeah, I cranked the heat up really high on day uh, one that they're in, and I really Maybe cranked cold. it really cold the next day, so they never know what's going to happen. So, um, Chris, is it easier, and, and Steve, as you break down tape and that sort of thing, as you said, not only have they played a really good schedule, recognizable teams, but they played some teams that you're very familiar with, so yeah. you can kind of watch the way that they play a Vermont or the way that yeah. they play a VCU, is that is that all part of this? Yeah, I think so. I think that gives you a much more, you know, the, the film is obviously the greatest way to evaluate uh, a, an opponent, but you don't necessarily have the size and speed that you'd like to have if you were there in person. And I think when you when they played St. Joe's, Vermont, mm-hmm. VCU, you have a, a pretty good uh, understanding of, of those guys, and so you can gauge it that way. Um, but, yeah, they, you know, uh, they, they talk about trying to score and, and trying to shoot the ball within six seconds. And I don't know if, if their games have been that drastic, uh, but they are trying to push the ball up and score and have guys who can score from a lot of different places. So, um, And, again, they have uh, you know one, one player who's playing at, at an incredibly high level uh, who's making – who gets to the foul line ten times a game, is shooting over 45% from three. And um, – He's, you know, he has as good a numbers as anybody in the country. Yeah, 22 and a half points, nine rebounds a game, playing about 32 minutes. Zach Thomas, number 23, if you're heading out to the Robin Center tomorrow night, first team All-Patriot League um, from a year ago. Can, can you kind of gauge, you know, how your guys reacted following the James Madison game to be able to get over that hump, to be able to get a win? Can you see any difference in them, and do you want to see any difference at that point? I know, you know, coaches like to keep guys on an even keel, but – it had to feel pretty good. Can there be a positive carryover into tomorrow's game and beyond? For sure. I, I think that, um, you know, winning and in, in, in the way the game, you know, was won was, yeah. was extremely exciting. And, uh, you know, is, it, basketball is tough because if the if the ball rolls out and then it, it's not such a great day or, or, you know, you go to overtime and you see, but if the ball goes in, it, it's, a, it's a fantastic day. And you need some of that. You need um, some things to go your way, especially when these guys are young, you know, because – uh, as coaches, we're trying to be demanding of them and trying to help them understand and, and see the bright future by, you know, getting better every single day. And it's harder to do that if, if uh, it's, it's just more challenging to do that if, if you don't have success. And so to have that game end in that fashion was, was really, really important for us. And uh, I think it has given the guys a, a really good, uh, a good burst of energy. Steve, can you see that? You hang around these guys off the court probably more than, than the head coach necessarily would. Uh, I could be wrong about that. But what have you seen in them as you have dealings with them as far as just their psyche? I mean, that was a tough stretch. Uh, let's be honest about it. it. It was difficult. But to get that win, what difference do you see? I mean, it's been tremendous. Just the feeling of getting the win and, you know, being familiar with, with winning at home and, and, and everything that came with it, the momentum that's carried through the long week with finals and everything has been tremendous. So I think that's created a lot of positive energy around the Robin Center. Um, amongst them, guys kind of pulling each other into the gym and uh, just wanting to work and get back at it, kind of chomping at the bit to get to the next game. Uh, Ivan is chomping at the bit to talk with Coach Mooney. How's that for a transition? So let's <laughs> let's do that. Let's let's talk with Ivan, uh, with head coach Chris Mooney, director of basketball ops Steve Thomas. We'll take a break. I really want to go behind the scenes after that and, and talk with Steve about some of our travel that we've been through already this year and uh, continue to preview the Bucknell game coming up. Uh, on Tuesday. All right, Ivan, thank you for your patience tonight. This is probably the latest you have ever ever dialed into the Spider Sports Line, so thanks. Anytime, Bob. First, I want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Thanks. Thank, thank you, you Ivan. Ivan. You're welcome. Well, Coach, I know you've had a what, – what, what did you do over the – I know the team was on, um, was doing the exams, but what were you what – did, what did you uh, do doing – I mean, did you just take it easy or did you just go out there and uh, – uh, check on recruits you were looking at, or yeah, we we were able to do some. Uh, we were able to actually do a lot of recruiting this week, so that was that was really valuable for us. And uh, and then we had the guys in. You know, we, each guy had his own schedule uh, based on what his final uh, what would his finals look like. So if they were uh, if they were guys who had you know most of their things on Thursday and Friday, 
we had those guys in the gym for workouts on, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and vice versa. So we were able to be around, make sure we're in contact with the guys, talking with Courtney and Coach Dallum about their finals and seeing how they're doing uh, and getting them to the gym. And like I said, it was it was half, you know, for their to work on their game and their skills, but it was also part to have them in, get a sweat, and then, um, you know, take it, use it as a little bit of a study break so they could shower and go back up and, and recharge their battery a little bit. So, but we were able to do some recruiting and do some individual work, individual work with the guys, and those, those things are always important. Well, that's good. And I know that uh, – did you scout the Bucknell team when they played at VCU a couple of nights ago? Or Well, we're not allowed did... to scout in person, uh, but we were able to get the – you're able to – we were able to get the film right away. So we watched that game, which was a really – a uh, really good game, and um, you know, came down to came down to a few plays at the end, and uh, I thought I, I, you know, I had an expectation that it would be a good game, and uh, you know, the two coaches there were were Randolph Macon, the last two coaches at Randolph Macon, so uh, both good teams, and uh, but we're not allowed to go in person, and uh, I had to watch that one uh, on t- on videotape. One, one last question: uh, Is there any team that nationally that you've been surprised about so far this season, or? Uh, that's really, you know, caught your eye? I would probably say Arizona State, yes. I think, is off to a yeah. tremendous start. And um, I don't necessarily know if that was expected. I, I know they've been uh, getting better and better, but it seems like they're off to a really great start. And um, and uh, that would probably be the one that, that's most, uh, that sticks out most to me, Ivan. Okay. Well, have a, have a great holiday, and I'll talk to you in the new year. Sounds great. Thanks, Ivan. Thank you, too. Ivan. Did you watch that game live or not? Or did I you did not watch it live. No, just watch it yeah, on the replay. Steve? Replay. Just replay. Yeah. Huh. I, I unplug once in a while, Bob. Yeah, so <laughs> it was dinner time, too. That's right. <laughs> I had to have a nice dinner right. with the family, both of you guys. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. Uh, we'll come back. I want to go behind the scenes a little bit with, uh, with Steve Thomas. We've got some emails and tweets. I want to get to those as well in our final 15-minute segment of today's Spider Sports Time. We're live at Joe's in Bonaire, ESPN 950, 1027 FM. This is the Spider IMG Sports Network. We are powered by Ace Electric. People's Golf Cars is proud to supply club golf cars to Richmond Spiders Athletics. For over 25 years, Peebles has had the largest selection of gas and electric golf cars and utility vehicles in the Mid-Atlantic. Whether your needs are on campus or across the state, we offer leasing, sales, rentals, and service. Our club car factory trained technicians can service any brand at your location or ours. Visit us in Richmond, Chesapeake, or the Outer Banks or online at peeblesgolfcars.com. Like us on Facebook for $100 off your next golf car purchase. Peebles Golf Cars, 262-0778. Go Spiders. Do you suspect that a woman could be pregnant with your child right now? If you aren't married to the child's mother, your rights as a father could be at risk. By registering with the Virginia Birth Father Registry before or within 10 days of your child's birth, you can help prevent your future child from being adopted without your knowledge. Or you can explore options to co-parent or assume sole custody. For more information, visit VABirthFatherRegistry.com. That's VABirthFatherRegistry.com. See the sparkle in her eyes when she opens that box from Diamonds Direct this Christmas. Diamonds Direct, your source for the gifts women want at the guaranteed best price in America. Rings, earrings, pendants, pearls, colored gemstones, enough to supply up to 30 ordinary stores. And to make it easy on your wallet, we've got three years zero interest financing on any purchase. Get her a $2,000 pair of diamond earrings and pay less than $56 a month. Or a five-carat tennis bracelet, just $195 a month. And if you're popping the question, this amazing three-year finance offer also applies to all certified diamonds and all engagement rings. Just take the price, divide by 36, and that's your payment. Diamonds Direct, your direct diamond importer with an expanded selection of sparkling holiday gifts from $200 to $200,000, all with our best value guarantee, free gift wrapping, and free lifetime warranty. Make this Christmas one she'll always remember with the perfect gift from Diamonds Direct. Short Pump, West Broad Village. Open extended hours, including Sundays, now through Christmas. On approved credit. Let's go! Disco Sports makes holiday shopping for the sports fan on your list fantastically easy. Gifts and apparel for NFL, college, and MLB. Stocking stuffers like playing cards, tumblers, lanyards, and more. Their experts will help you find the perfect gift for your favorite fanatic. Family and locally owned since 1970. Disco Sports on Stalin Drive across from Regency Mall or DiscoSports.com. Locally and family owned since 1970. Let's go to Disco Sports. 
What's your favorite topping that you like on your pizza? The number one pizza topping is pepperoni, of course. No matter what your favorite topping is, ESPN 950 and Papa John's Pizza are partnering to make sure that you can get your daily dose of pizza and toppings without ever paying full price again. As an ESPN 950 listener, you can save 30% off any menu item when you order online at PapaJohns.com and enter the promo code ESPN950. That's pizzas, breadsticks, wings, and desserts. Papa John's Pizza. Better ingredients, better pizza. Now 30% off for pizza lovers everywhere. At CarMax, you have the freedom to shop the way you want. Explore our vast selection of vehicles at your local store, either on your own or with one of our helpful sales associates, or visit CarMax.com and search our nationwide inventory from anywhere. It's the best of both worlds. Like a cockapoo, part cocker spaniel, part poodle. And what's not to love about that? (laughs) So visit CarMax or CarMax.com and experience the cockapoo of car buying. CarMax. Drive what's possible. 14 teams come to compete, but only one will win the crown. The heart of the nation will host the Atlantic 10 Men's Basketball Championship at Capital One Arena in March of 2018. Five days of nonstop basketball action. There can only be one champion. Don't miss this major college championship at Capital One Arena in Washington, D.C., March 7th through 11th, 2018. Buy your tickets now at Ticketmaster.com. This is the Spider Sports Line with head basketball coach Chris Mooney. Live from Joe's Inn Bonaire 2616 Buford Road in the Buford Road Shopping Center on ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. All right, welcome back uh, to what will be our final segment of the Spider Sports Line. Again, really appreciate Robert Fish with Michael Schaefer talking women's basketball for the first half hour. And now Coach Mooney and our direct, one of our directors of basketball ops, Steve Thomas, for the second half hour. I uh, got a couple of emails and tweets to get with with Coach. So, Steve, I really want you to do this for our audience here and listening. Take us behind the scenes a little bit. Spiders had a tremendous trip to the Cayman Islands to play three games down there first ever time they'd had that tournament down there so no one had any experience on how it was going to go how you were getting there how you were getting around kind of take us behind the scenes walk us through what you and mark mcgonigal had to go through to make that such a pleasant and smooth trip for all of us well there was a lot of prep work uh with it being a first time tournament uh in that location the guy that ran the tournament maury hanks was was superb he he did a lot of the groundwork beforehand he told us about the resort and kind of the ease of use of getting into the Caymans and, you know, the language and the currency and everything like that. So the preparation was there. Um, everything was organized, ran on time. You know, the, the flight pattern, you know, came into question. <laughs> yeah. But uh, the most important part is that the plane landed, so everything worked out. But, uh, yeah, so that, that was – it was good. It was an excellent tournament. It was well-organized and well-ran. How did you prepare the players for this trip? I know you'd been overseas with many of them. Uh, on a summer trip, but I would think this was a little different. First of all, you had some younger guys who hadn't been, and these were these were real games. These were games that counted. These weren't, you know, scrimmage, you know, exhibition games like you'd done when you went in the summertime. Well, you know, part of the challenge was three games in three days. Yeah. So, you know, with a young team, you know, early in the season, a lot of them probably think that they're, you know, invincible and they can just keep going. So we had to kind of pull back, get them prepared the right way and kind of let them know about rest, recovery, and, you know, what, what, lied ahead, what was, was lies ahead for them. Was there any one big challenge to the trip itself that you, you kind of had to get over a hurdle? I know you mentioned uh, the change in flight time. That was probably Driving on the opposite, opposite yeah, side oh, of the road, true. you know. Yes, that was, you did a great job Thank you with that, actually. I was scared to death sitting in the back, but did you ever try it? Did you ever drive while we were down there, Chris? Not while we were there. I've, I've done it, before, done it before, before, but not while we were there. I think being left-handed probably is a little bit of a help. Yeah, being on the opposite side of the road. What do you think? Yeah, sure. I mean, I'll th- you know, <laughs> you lefties a don't tense. have any advantages, so uh, I'll, I'll take that one. The so. first couple times you chauffeured us, you did look a little tense, but after that, <laughs> it just you don't know where to look left. You don't know when you're merging where that car is coming from. Right. So, you, you know, know it kind of felt like New Jersey a little bit. Uh, you know yeah, I mean? so you had so plenty of experience. Of, of... I'll tell you where it was most scary to me. I went for a bike ride like the last day we were there. I found it most scary being on the roads when I was riding a bike. Oh, yeah. Because well, to Steve's things, point, yeah. I didn't know which way. And they've got so many of those um, roundabouts. The roundabouts the yeah. tra- oh, my gosh. That was the crazy part. But it was a great trip, and you did an unbelievable job for the entire travel party. Chris, from the facility standpoint, I mean, it, it was like a high school gym, which a lot of these pre- kind of pre-conference play tournaments are played in. But it wasn't bad other than 
you didn't have a traditional locker room facility, I right. guess. Right. That you didn't have, right? Yeah, I, I, right, exactly. So two, there, were, there were four locker rooms. Uh, two were tents that were outside. Yeah. So that was a little bit different. Um, <laughs> but the, uh, the gym was nice, I thought, because and, and, I think it was better than a converted ballroom, which we've played yep. in in, in, uh, in, uh, in Mexico and the Bahamas, Bahamas, you know. Yeah. So I, I think that I thought the gym was nice and uh, plenty of plenty of space. Uh, I, I think the tournament will do well. I yeah. mean, the field was was excellent for a first year, and uh, I think the tournament will do well there. I, I really do because um, you know I, I think it's obviously it's a nice place, and you know with so many teams being on the East Coast and Southeast, I think it'll be easy for teams to get to. So. I think the tournament has, will, will do very well. Absolutely. All right, a couple of emails and uh, tweets uh, in the last five minutes or so. Uh, Coach, your, your year hasn't gotten off to the start that obviously Spider fans or yourself would have liked. Is the focus more now on trying to score more and get the offense going or stopping the other yeah. team from scoring more? So that's a, that's a really good question and, and uh, genuinely a good question. So I, I would say that um, I think our offense is improving at a, at a – at a better rate, uh, but and that's something that we talk about every day. Um, you know, our defense uh, it, it needs needs more work, but our offense can really help to complement our defense. I think that you know, in the JMU game, uh, we we didn't we played a decent first half defensively, but we were able to win the game. I think because we only had four turnovers and we were able to get a good shot down the court most of the time, and so that puts more pressure on the other team's offense. Now we did. We were able to dig in, and when we went to man-to-man, and Quan was able to guard their best players. So uh, there are there are signs of growth on both ends. So I would say we really are trying to do both, but I think we've seen a little bit more um, progress offensively. Uh, and I, not, not to say that that's good or bad, but I think we've seen more progress offensively. And I think that can re- we really need to make sure that complements our defense and helps our defense. And, you know, the possessions don't necessarily need to be long, but if they're crisp, and the other team's moving, and, and we're, we're getting easier and easier baskets. That, that helps you, in, you, you know, emotionally, and I think it also plays a factor in how they're going to come down and attack you. They don't feel quite as free-flowing if, if they've been scored upon or if they've just guarded for a while and gave up a good shot. And the four turnovers was a phenomenal number. I mean, that's only been done a few times. I think three is the school record. Yeah. So. Uh, to, do, to, to make that kind of progress from where we saw back-to-back 20 turnover yeah, games exactly. is, to me, yeah, phenomenal. Exactly. You know, and, and we've had, you know, I, I think, you know, for much of, the, of our time, we've had very, yep. really low turnovers. Uh, but four would be good for any, any yes, team against any opponent. So that is good and, and, and uh, just need to build on that. And, and what I think that we've seen is we've had too many live ball turnovers, meaning a turnover that's a steal and goes in for a, a, a transition opportunity. Uh, and we've also had too many times where this is very indicative of a young team, one turnover and the next position, another. You know, in other words, not being able to just be tough enough to, to fight through it. Okay. All right, let me finish it up uh, with this is a little bit off the beaten path here, but a really interesting tweet question to us. After reading an article today at, in the Times-Dispatch about Virginia Tech receiving a $15 million donation that's being put towards Athletic Dining, Athletic Performance Center. What's the plan for U of R to, quote, unquote, keep up with the Joneses? So, yeah, that's, uh, that's really that's a good question. It's off the beaten path, like I said. <laughs> it I know. is. Uh, well, we're, we're really working on it. I mean, I, I would say, you know, when we made um, – when we over uh, – when we renovated the Robbins Center a few years ago, that was uh, an incredible – um, thing that we needed to do, and I think everybody would say that it's become a tremendous home court, a great place to watch a game and play. Uh, and we're working hard. We, we, you know, those facilities are really critical and important. You know, and you know, it's not just the Virginia Techs and Michigans and mm-hmm. Oklahomas that have those things now. I mean, most places have them, and uh, we want to make sure that we we can um, continue to recruit and attract good players. And we're we're right in the midst of talks about improving those things and, and hoping that we, can, uh, that we can, can, in fact, keep up with the Joneses. And I don't think I'm talking out of school here because there have been emails out and flying, but the, the bottom level of the Robin Center is about to start a, yes. a renovation process 
not from specifically for men's basketball, but really for all student athletes. It's a new football locker room, but it's new weight rooms, it's new equipment yep. rooms, it's new um, athletic training yep. facility, which will certainly impact men's and women's basketball. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I, I think that um, I think everyone would be surprised if they took a tour of uh, of ten schools that the facilities that are that are out there. Uh, and so I think for us, as we're, you know, we're getting the, that, that bottom level of the Robin Center will be exceptional. That'll be great. Uh, but we need, you know, it just, it's just part of it. Uh, we just need to keep moving forward and uh, keep adding and making sure we're, we're, we're doing the right things and uh, improving our overall uh, kind of our overall profile as, as a college basketball program. Well, let's take care of business on the upper level of the Robins yeah, Center right. tomorrow. How about that, okay? That sounds good. All right, Coach, thank you. Coach Chris Mooney, Coach Michael Schaefer, thank you. Steve Thanks, Thomas, guys. appreciate it. Everybody here tonight, what another great crowd. We really appreciate your support of the Spiders and Joe's in Bonaire and our Spider Sports Live. Happy holidays, everybody. Hope to see you at the Robin Center for some good cheer tomorrow night when the Spiders take on Bucknell at 7 o'clock. Our airtime here at 6.30. Mitchell Bradley producing on location. Matt Joseph's in the studio for Robert Fish. Bob Black saying so long from Joe's Inn, Bonaire. See you at the Robin Center tomorrow night. This is ESPN 950-1027 FM. been listening to the spider sports line with head basketball coach chris mooney live from joe's in bonaire 2616 buford road in the buford road shopping center tonight's